Good afternoon. I'm Zach Callens with your KSOM and KS95 Sports Update. With the girls' Super Regionals coming up on Friday, there is so much to prepare for the SWAT Valkyries. Head coach Tiffany South will have to prepare as a Southwest District Coach of the Year alongside Lewis Central's August Manns. If there's any coach in the Southwest Iowa region that deserves this award, it is Tiffany South. There was two girls coaches that were voted in. It was myself and August Manns. And then it goes into a pool of 10 that are then voted on throughout the state. And the actual winner overall was um, Gene Adams from Decorah. And he's amazing. But just for me to be nominated in this area and um, having our team recognized at that level is a huge, huge honor. The girls wrestling team continues to crunch some practices due to not being able to practice consistently throughout January. These girls are ready, and some rest on Thursday night will only help the girls in being successful on Friday morning. We are actually going to be going up. We have an amazing booster club that is um, putting us up uh, overnight on Thursday night so that the girls can be up there, get a good night's sleep, and then head on over to weigh-ins. We do have practice before we head out. We've just been crunching. It is crunch time. We've been, you know, usually the week of regionals, we try and just kind of wind down, but because we haven't been able to practice or have any competes, we're, we're ramping up. It's really, it's been a complete turn of events, but we are, I think we're ready. We've been looking really good in the practice room this week, and the intensity has turned up, and I'm just Really proud of how the girls are stepping up and, and getting ready for these regional championships. SWAT continues to rely on their physical and mental strength as they prepared all week for the Super Regionals. The girls sit at 13-5 and five on the season and continue to compete against some of the top teams in the state. You know, I think it's, it's hard coming off Christmas break and then going straight into weather break. It, it's easy to fall into that, oh, I don't really want to work out mode, you know, and I really like food. They've really had to turn up their mental strength in order to push past all of that and come to the practice room and just work their um, their little hearts out. And it has, it has shown, like we've, we've had to have some talks where we're like, it's time. Like, you know, we're not, we're not going to mess around. We have got to get ready and... I know all of them want to be at in Coralville next week, and I think that I really, really have a good feeling that we can get most of those girls through, if not all of them. The team is led by Grace Britton, who has been one of the top superstars in the Mats this season. The senior currently sits at 37-1 and in weight class 170. Alongside her has been Ellen Gerlach, who's 25-8, and and Haley Armstrong, who's 30-8, and who have been a great duo this season and were former state qualifiers last season. Grace Britton, ranked number two, solid wrestler. I, I mean, she is, she's gonna. I, I really expect her to do really well this year. And, and I know that this is her senior year. Her heart is a hundred percent in it, and, and her mind is as well. And then we have Ellen and Haley, and both of those made it to state last year as qualifiers, and, and they have just consistently been putting forth the effort and, you know, hanging in there with all of those top girls in the state. And again. I feel really confident about our team going into regionals, and it just makes me super proud and happy to be their coach. This team has been doing everything to go out and compete on the mats every night. Coach Sal says that this is the week of late nights and excitement for her and her girls. The girls all year round, like we, we raise money, we, we do what we need to do in order for us to be able to compete, you know, and, and this is, 
this is our moment. I mean, this is the moment that we get to show why we're here and what we're doing this for and what we've accomplished and, and how hard we've worked in order to get to this level. And I just really, I get really excited. I can't sleep. I get all kinds of craziness, but I am um, so excited. I just, I, I really think that my girls are going to go out and perform really well this weekend. And I really, really hope that we push my whole team through to skate. That would be just amazing. SWAT will travel to Sioux City for the girls' Super Regionals. That starts at 10 a.m. on Friday. And continuing with high school athletics, the IGHSAU released their Week 9 high school girls' basketball rankings. Local teams in Class 1A feature Martinsville St. Mary's at number 3. Woodbine moved up two spots to number 8. The Cam Cougars are at number 9. Coon Rapids Baird at number 13. And Fremont Mills moved up to number 14. In Class 2A, Panorama still sits at number 2 undefeated on the season. Nottaway Valley's number eight, and Trainer now sits at number 15. For schools in Class 3A, Des Moines Christian still remains in the top three at number two, and Holland Community sits at number seven, as they've continued to hold that spot for the majority of the season. When you look at teams in Class 4A, Lewis Central sits at number nine, while Carlisle's at number 14. You can check out all the rankings right on our website at westerniowatoday.com. And moving from basketball on over to wrestling, the IHSA released a regional dual wrestling sites and assignments. The top 24 teams in the IHSA rankings are competing in eight regional duels with the highest seed hosting the competition as that team will receive a buy in the first round. And looking at the schedule for some of our local teams that will be in the regional duels in Class 1A at Albernet, number 16 Pleasantville will take on number 17 Earlham. At Don Bosco in Gilbertville, number 15 MFL Marmac will battle against number 20 Nottaway Valley in a duel. At West Hancock, it'll be number 11 Waspy Valley against number 23 Riverside. And at Hilton, number 9 Logan Magnolia will take on number 21 Shenandoah. In Class 2A at Crescent, it'll be number 15 Carroll taking on number 20 Riverset. That winner will take on number 3 Creston. At Sergeant Bluff Luton, number 11 Glenwood will take on number 17 Webster City. The finals winners will move on as one of the top eight teams for the state dual team tournament on Saturday, February 3rd in Coralville. And in collegiate news, the Iowa State Cyclones have signed on a transfer for the upcoming 2024 spring volleyball season. Former South Florida Bull Emery Hendricks Walker will be joining Iowa State after playing for the Bulls for two seasons. Head coach Chrissy Johnson-Lish announced her signing on Tuesday morning, saying, quote, She put up impressive numbers as a student-athlete at South Florida, and we believe she will continue her progress here at Iowa State. I've been so impressed with her goals and her desire to be part of the Cyclone Volleyball Program. She's a great fit for our team, and we're excited to start working with her. The California native will be joining the Cyclones during the 2024 volleyball spring season after not playing the 2023 season for USF. And speaking of Iowa State women's athletics, the Iowa State Cyclones have now fallen in back-to-back games after the Jayhawks came out on top of Iowa State 60-58. The two teams battled back and forth all night long with 24 total lead changes on the night. Iowa State was led of the night by freshman Audie Crooks, who put down 25 points for her new career high. She continued to keep up the rebounding game as well, with eight rebounds in the night. Crooks now has 17 games, where she has scored double digits for Iowa State. The Cyclones also out-rebounded the Jayhawks 36-33, as they have out-rebounded every opponent this season. 
Iowa State will take on number 24, West Virginia, this Saturday, January 27th at 1 p.m. And continuing with our Iowa State coverage, the number 23 Iowa State men's basketball team beat Kansas State last night in Big 12 action, 78-67. Cyclone head coach T.J. Otzelberger now has 200 wins in his career after Wednesday night's victory. Leading on the night for Iowa State was Milan Mancilovic with 19 points and 4 rebounds as he also swiped away 3 steals. The freshman now has 10 straight games with double digits. Curtis Jones was right behind him as he marked down 18 points as he went 5-12 on the night. Iowa State will wait as they'll take on number 7 Kansas this Saturday at 12.30 p.m. And moving from Iowa State to Iowa Athletics in a nail-binding finish, the Hawkeyes were defeated by the Maryland Terrapins last night, 69-67. Iowa went on to score just 6 points in the last 5 minutes and 35 seconds, allowing Maryland to knock down 15 points over that time span. Iowa was led on the night by Tony Perkins with 20 points and 3 boards. Freshman Owen Freeman helped to keep the Hawkeyes in the game late in the second half with 14 points and 9 rebounds, just short of a double-double on the night. The Hawkeyes will return to action this Saturday when they take on Michigan at 4 p.m. And with one of the tightest Valley games on the season, the Drake Bulldogs came out on the losing end, falling to Missouri State 83-80 in double overtime. The last-second shot by DeVries from over half-court didn't fall through and their last chance to pull back. The game later on the night was on the Missouri State Bears' side of the floor with Alston Mason, who had one of his season highs with 36 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 steals. Drake had two players tonight with 18 points, with Tucker DeVries and Darnell Brody, as DeVries was able to haul in a double-double with 10 boards. The loss on Wednesday night snapped Drake's four-game winning streak as they're now just 7-2 in Valley play. The Bulldogs will return to action this Saturday, January 27th for a 5 p.m. tip-off. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.